how can you level up when it comes to choice paralysis? What can you do to support yourself and how can you hold yourself accountable so that you're taking swift, confident action every single day? You're listening to the Brand Authenticity Edit, a podcast for solopreneurs who want to level up their self-awareness so they can build a life and a business they love. I'm your host, Jennifer Hulley. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, this week we're doing an explained episode. Explained episodes are the ones where we take a deep dive into a single concept, a strategy, or a mindset that can really help you develop your self-awareness and realign the actions that you're taking in both your life and your business. This week, we're explaining choice paralysis, what it is, how to recognize it, and how exactly it might play out in your business. And you know, we like to take a format of learn it, link it, level up. So we're going to jump right into that and let's get our learn on. Choice paralysis. What is it? Choice paralysis is known um, by a variety of names. Okay. It might be called the paradox of choice. It might be called analysis paralysis, but it means the same thing. It just means what happens when you have too many options in front of you and you don't pick anything. It's a term that is used to describe the inaction that we find ourselves in when we have too many options. It can show up in your business and your life in so many ways. In terms of your business, when you're faced with the decision about purchasing new technology or upgrading your equipment, you could find yourself in a state where you've got like a million possibilities and you're just not committing to buying anything. It can also show up when you're looking at how to niche down and streamline the audience that you're going to reach. It can also show up when you're trying to decide what direction you want to head in your business in terms of services that you're going to offer. Multi-passionate people, I am looking at you and I'm looking at me because let's be honest, I struggled with that big time in the past. But important thing to note is that it doesn't just exist for you as the business owner. It can also exist on the other side of your business and be something that your customers and your clients experience. Now I'll tell you a funny story about choice paralysis. I had an ex-boyfriend and we lived together in a very rainy country where it rained all the time. And like, if you live in a place where there's rain, you need rain gear, right? Like you need an umbrella. And he was just so hell bent on this idea of needing the best umbrella, like the umbrella that would keep him the driest and the one that was the lightest weight and the one that would not fall apart and how much, how quickly could it open and close. And he spent, and I'm not even joking, like three months trying to pick an umbrella. He got stuck in this endless comparison of reviews, stats back and forth. He never bought an umbrella. And I'm not saying we lived in a place that rained once in a while. It rained every single day, (laughs) like every single day where we lived. But he was just completely paralyzed. And I kept saying to him, buy an umbrella. And if you don't like it, return it. But he could not commit. There was go on Amazon and like Google umbrellas and see how many umbrellas there are. And for some reason, he was just stuck in this, like, like I say, black hole of decision making and never committed. And he would come home and I'd be like, you need an umbrella. You're soaking wet. And he's like, I know, I know. And he would never commit and purchase one. And it took way longer than it should have. There's a reason I said this guy was an ex-boyfriend, remember? Anyway, back to what we're talking about. Let's go back. Choice paralysis. What is it in a nutshell? 
Choice paralysis is the state of inaction we find ourselves in when we have to make a decision and our brain feels that we have too many options in front of us to make a choice. And the result? We choose nothing. Okay, so when did we like start caring about choice paralysis or why did it start becoming a buzzword that you're hearing on the internet lately? Now, a lot of this theory came from studies that had been going on. There was once particularly back in 2000, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes. So if you want more details on it, you can go there. But it was a study that was published roughly 2000 about consumer behavior. And it was looking at the decisions people made when they were purchasing a product. Specifically in this study, it was about jam. And they were looking at how the person's ability to decide and commit to purchasing a type of jam versus walking away with nothing was affected by how many options were in front of them. So there were two groups, one that had like tons of jam, lots of options up there, and then people who had a very, very narrow range of choice. And they watched these people like go through the grocery store and see like how many people like picked up the jam, maybe they read the label, maybe they were like comparing the notes from one to the other. And then how many of those people like put it in their cart and walked away and how many people put it back on the shelf and took nothing. What they found was that too many options and people would just look at the jam and buy nothing. But the people who had really limited options were more likely to actually find something that they liked, put it in their cart and then walk away. And it wasn't just like a minute difference. It was actually quite big. So the group that had a lot of options, lots of different jams in front of them were actually one tenth as likely to purchase versus the group who had limited options. So that's like a significant difference in terms of like how many people actually committed. But the other thing that was fascinating was not just the fact that they were one-tenth as likely to commit to a decision, but those like outliers, those people that like did, they broke the rules and they had the options and they still managed to commit. When they went back and spoke to them, they were way, way less satisfied. Like they were just they had a much higher rate of dissatisfaction with their purchase than the people who had limited options. People with limited options walked away, grabbed their jam. Yeah, jam's great, whatever. The people who had tons of options committed. They got stuck in this mental state where they were like thinking about all the other jams they could have had. And when they were asked to rate what they thought of the jam they selected, it was not good. They were like, I'm not actually happy with what I got. So it put them in a state of like increased dissatisfaction and discomfort and like lack of happiness. Let's look at choice paralysis in a nutshell, just so we can move on. So in a nutshell, when we have too many choices, we make worse choices, meaning choices that we're going to be less satisfied with in the future. When we have too many choices, we can often make no choice at all. And when we have too many choices, we frequently waste way too much time thinking about the choices and all the possible outcomes that we might encounter versus just making a decision and moving towards the happiness that we would experience because of the decision we made. Now that we've got an idea of what choice paralysis is, let's link it back to our business. So how do you recognize choice paralysis and what might it look like for you, the solopreneur? In action. Inaction. That's like the simplest way to look at it is if you are not taking steps, making moves, making progress, 
you are likely stuck in a state of inaction caused by choice paralysis. If you are obsessively checking and comparing statistics, the features, the price points, the potential results of something, but you're never making a move, you're just engaging in this process of like deciding, but not actually committing. And, you know, we do like a really good job of tricking our brains into thinking that we're doing something that's helping us make progress. So we can get really busy doing this sideline activity, you know, researching, going on YouTube, finding out about things, taking courses, overthinking about something, making pros and cons list, finding out what our friends think about it. And all these sideline activities, and I call them sideline activities because they are actions that are like loosely related to what you want to do, but none of them are actually directly in line with your goal in the sense that they're going to push you further along the map. So like, if you need new equipment to get to the next level in your business, asking people constantly about this new computer is going to make you think, oh yeah, I'm on, I'm on, you know, chart or I'm on course. I'm making progress towards deciding, but you're not. Your actual goal is to get the new piece of tech, the new computer, so you can do X, Y, Z, but your brain thinks you're getting closer to it, but really all you're doing is going in this loop. So we're really good at getting in these inaction loops. And that would be the biggest sign that you're stuck in choice paralysis. As a business owner, this could mean deciding that you want to finally go all in and you want to launch your business and you want to leave your nine to five. You're like multi-passionate. You have a variety of interests, passions, and experiences. And this is great, but the possible combinations of ways that you could stitch all of this together and create an offer or a service or a product leaves you never creating that offer, service, or product. And instead you spend all your time thinking about how great it would be to leave your nine to five, but never actually putting an action plan in place to get you there. You might dream up different side hustles. You might buy tons of URLs, but that's where it stops. You just can't move past the pressure of locking down one of your many ideas and choosing a path to pursue. Another example of this is knowing that you need like an You need to sign up, say, with a CRM, or you need a new computer, or you need a piece of tech or equipment. But like I said before, you were spending a disproportionate amount of time comparing pricing plans, features, asking for feedback. Maybe you get stuck in the endless black hole of YouTube reviews. And another way that this shows up is like when you're at that space and that point where you feel like you're ready to grow your business and get support, but you're completely frozen knowing where you're going to put your energy and investment. It's like, do you get a coach? If yes, which of the coaches do you choose? Are you going to sign up for another course? Maybe, but which course? What about hiring staff? Maybe you need to get someone on your team. Yeah, that would be good. But then do you start with an OBM or a VA? Or maybe you need someone to repurpose your content. What happens here is there's too many choices, too many paths, And you end up feeling like whatever decision you make is going to have little to no impact. So you end up making no decision and you just continue to spin your wheels. It's like Groundhog Day every day. And how about your clients, right? What about your customers, your clients, the people you serve? What might choice paralysis look like for them? It's essentially the same thing, just a different perspective. It's the inability to follow through, to commit to an option and make a choice. So you might see something like you get a lot of leads, you get a lot of people on your site, but there's no click through. 
Or it could mean if you've got an e-com shop that there's a lot of abandoned carts, people aren't checking out or people aren't signing up for your offer. It's like they're getting there, but they're not actually fully committing to the purchase. Okay, we've learned it. We've linked it back to our business. Let's talk about level up. Like how can you level up when it comes to choice paralysis? What can you do to support yourself and how can you hold yourself accountable so that you're taking swift, confident action every single day? Now, my coach that I work with, she has a statement that she makes frequently in our group calls, and it always goes back to this concept of how like creativity and productivity thrives within limits. It is the same sort of concept as what we're discussing here. When we limit our options, our time and our resources, anything that pushes our brain to commit, make a decision and move on, it's going to help us. With the rise of the internet, can you still say it's the rise of the internet? The internet has been around that long. With the existence, like the the internet is just a fact now, like gravity. So not with the rise of the internet, but with the fact of life that the what the internet is, we live in a space where there's a ton of options. So we're going to have to provide ourselves with strategies and support to navigate these decisions or act in ways that help us to limit our options. Because if you think about that, if we think about how creativity and productivity thrives within limits, we may be in a scenario or an environment where there aren't limits. So it's about how can you create limits in this world and space that you're in that's often bombarding us with options, opinions, and possibilities. Ask yourself that very question. Ask yourself, how can I create limits in a world and space that is often bombarding me with options, opinions, possibility, and choice? The answer is going to be very different for everybody. It's going to depend on how you spend your time, what you like to do, like are you on Amazon, are you on YouTube? Um, It's also going to depend on what type of behaviors you get engaged in when you're maybe feeling anxious or pressured. But really think like, how can I put limits on myself? Also ask yourself, how can I cut out the noise? Like, what can I do to provide myself with a space where I am able to turn inward and really tune into what I want, what I'm desiring, what my goals are, and then you'll be able to hear what you intuitively need and what intuitively feels like the right decision. And then you need to create a plan and hold yourself accountable. Like you need to create boundaries and timelines from which you adhere to. This might mean you set a deadline for when you're deciding, or you might limit how many opinions you expose yourself to. Again, it's about knowing yourself and what supports and structures, but also what limits you're going to need in order to make a decision. So part of that is knowing like, where do you get tripped up the most? in decision-making? Is it you have to have everybody else's opinion or or do you get stuck in like the fact-checking? Like figure out where your hang-up is or where your roadblock, like what's getting in the way of you actually making the decision? And then what sort of boundaries and timeline can you put in place so that you're not going to spend incessant amounts of time spinning your wheels there? In an upcoming Applied episode, we're actually going to be walking through some tactical actions and strategies that you can implement to help you with decision making. So definitely keep an eye out or I guess like an ear out. So this is a podcast. Keep an ear out and an eye out 
for that episode. Um, a great way to do this is to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or whatever platform you're using to listen. That way you just never miss an episode and it goes straight to your phone. And one final note before we sign off, coaching for Q4 is now open. So if you're ready to level up in your business and get into daily aligned action so that you hit your goals and you're creating this business and life that you're constantly dreaming about, now is the time to make a decision and take action. I'm going to leave details in the show notes about how you can apply for coaching and you can request a complimentary clarity call, which is like a 60 minute Zoom that we hop on where we chat about everything you're doing everything you want to do, where you want to go, and look at like what role coaching could play in that journey for you. It's the last quarter of the year, so it's your last opportunity to get the program in and done before you set your goals for 2022. So now is the time to really jump in, commit, and take action. I hope this episode helped to shed some light on what the concept of decision paralysis is and what it looks like. Awareness is the first step, right? So if you can become aware of when decision paralysis is occurring in your business or what it looks like, then you're on the road to making some changes. So I would encourage you over the next week or so to really look at how you make decisions. Watch yourself in the grocery store when you're going to watch TV. Like think about your Netflix queue. That's a perfect example, right? Do you actually watch what's on your Netflix queue or do you just keep adding options? Look at little and big places in your life where there's decisions that need to be made and how frequently and quickly you are able to commit and then put an action into place related to that decision and how frequently or where and what spaces are you not and you're doing those sideline activities. Just be an observer, be non-critical, non-judgmental. We don't attach value to it. We're just wanting to take a step back and look at our lives and say, okay, where am I able to make decisions? Where am I not able to make decisions? What am I doing when I'm not making decisions? Keep an eye out and an ear out for that next episode where it's an applied format where we're going to take some strategies and really talk about what you can do, tactical things in your life to move away from choice paralysis and get into action. Thanks for listening to the Brand Authenticity Edit. If you found this episode insightful, inspiring, or interesting, I would really love your support. The world of podcasting is so different than social media, where we're very accustomed to just double tapping to show our appreciation. And there's two key things that you can do to support the growth of this podcast. Number one is subscribe. Subscribing is totally free, and it means you'll never miss an episode. And lastly, leave us a review. Five-star reviews and positive feedback really help with rankings within the app, but it also helps other people to find this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait to dive further into these topics with you. Again, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Jennifer Hulley, and I'll talk to you soon.